five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Everything You Need to Know About Music, where I, Jason, am tonight sitting with two wonderful guys. Randy, say hello, Randy. Hello, Jason. And Rick, say hello, Rick. Hello, Jason. And it is my turn to get educated tonight on a band I know extremely little about. And in fact, I will make the claim that of all the podcasts that we have done so far, this might be the band I know the least about. I love band it. or artist. I love it. Yeah. I love this is the whole reason I br- I'm bringing this band to you. <laughs> yeah. And when you said you wanted to do this, I said, partly, oh, crap, what am I going to say? But then the other part was, great, this is actually an official me learning about somebody that I know nothing about. Not only are you going to learn about this band, right. but I'm going to convert you into a person who likes this band. Wow. Ooh. Big statement. Challenge. Now, Rick, do you know a lot about this band? You know, I do from hanging out with him, and we cover one of their songs, or at least we used to. In the band that you guys play in? In the band yeah. that we play in. Okay. And I, on my, I'll use the air quotes, iPod, right. as you guys call them here, <laughs> right. um, yeah. at, the, at the studio on my phone, I have a top you know, drum intro songs. Okay. And there's a tool song on there, which I don't think me Randy's going to play. Um, called okay. Ticks and Leeches. But other than that, not a lot. So I'm looking forward to learning too. Well, since our, our hat has been tipped and yeah. we know what band it is, it is tool. Okay. And I think um, the most appropriate way to start the podcast would to be appreciate the wine that is produced by the lead singer of this band. I know three things about this band, and you just did one of them. I know that he made his own wine, and I don't know because of the band. I know because of reading Wine Spectator, he was featured as, hey, there's this amazing uh, artist, person in a band, who owns an incredible winery. I couldn't tell you where it is. I couldn't tell you what kind of juice he makes, but I know that he's making wine. So So, what's the story there? So basically, um, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to open a bottle of Chupacabra. Okay. Do you know what a chupacabra is? No. Is it an animal of some sort or a it's Mexican? A, it's a folklore. Okay. Thing. Okay. It's a shapeshifter. Okay. Um, okay. It, it runs around the desert. So that also tells you where he's from. He's he, his uh, winery is in Jerome, Arizona, of the, all the, places. I was gonna say the winery is. Yes. Wow. And the vineyards, Jerome, Arizona, <sighs> not Napa, not. Arizona is not a state you usually consider a wine-producing state. Right, exactly. Okay, I'm excited for this. Unless they're bringing their grapes in, but you're saying he grows them? He does. Wow. And according to the article, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, he it's like a whole farm. Like, he grows a ton of other fruit, uh, vegetables, the whole deal, and it is on the verge of being, like, self-sufficient in a way. Like, all foods and stuff are made there and... Animals and stuff, and it's like a really big production, right? Something Correct. Like that? Yeah. And it's uh, so it's Caduceus Cellars, and the vineyard is actually Merkin Vineyard. Merkin Vineyard. Do you know what a Merkin I, is? I okay, I think I do, but I'm slightly embarrassed to say I'm going to take a guess at it. If I'm wrong, I'm going to sound like an absolute idiot. Is a Merkin like an old wig of some sort? Absolutely. Yes? Yes. But it's like, is it not a, a pubic wig? That's correct. Why would... Okay. First of all, I don't know how I actually I, know I, that. I'm hoping that you <laughs> actually knew that. No. I know it from... I don't even know where. What, what, is, what is that for? I, I have no idea. Okay. I didn't even know. I, I've, I've 
And I, I started doing the research. Yeah. I've, I've had bottles of this wine. Actually, uh, wait, wait, hold on, wait. I got a question. Yeah. So you didn't know that? No. So you guessed? No, 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 no. I've heard the term before. We're talking right. years ago. But I couldn't tell you what that means that it is or does or serves right, a right. purpose so for. So you said pubic Pubic wig. wig. Yeah. Have you ever guessed that before <laughs> no. on another question no. and been wrong? <laughs> All right. I'm just making sure. I usually, with words I don't know, use that as my guess. Uh, I, it's always safe to say, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know what it is used for. I don't know why anyone would want or have one of those. Well, yeah. I don't Greg's. know if I know how to work your wine key. I am happy to open it for you if necessary. There you go. All right, here we I'll go. I'll just give it to the expert. Right, I want Because I, I do want to see the bottle as well. So, it, And it, the grapes, by the way, are, are, are put on this picture literally over the area where the Merkin would be. On this, per- that's pretty. That's pretty wild. It's well done, though. Right. All right. So since we're talking, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll just start the podcast All with, right, let's, with let's the wine. Um, Wait. There we go. There we go. Right. Nice. Shall I pour a little bit for each of us as well? Absolutely, Please, sir. Yeah. Let's go ahead and sample it. This is an Italian table wine. So he has uh, an Italian background, and apparently his grandparents uh, made wine in Italy. Oh, wow. And so he decided to start uh, Merkin Vineyards. And in 2004, he, he founded the winery in Jerome, Arizona. And that's actually where he lives. So oh, wow. uh, location would be um, uh, northeast of Phoenix. Okay. So I figured uh, if I was coming to the podcast and... and uh, You're we the gonna... first one to bring anything to me, so it doesn't matter. You win. Okay. okay. Wow. So in 30, like 30 of these... This is the first portion of your brain. So you win. You, oh, okay, you, you, thanks. I, I hope you like it. It's a table wine. It it's... could be garbage. You still win. <laughs> <laughs> so cheers. Uh, cheers to that. Oh, sorry. All right. Now, is it safe to say that the band is from here also? Would they consider themselves an Arizona band? No. No. Okay. No. The band's from Los Angeles. Oh, it's pretty nice. I like it. Yeah. Man, Imagine very smooth. that. Wow. I know. And this is the first Arizona wine for me as well. That's pretty cool. I think so too. Maybe wow. you'll maybe you'll actually want to go and uh, tour the vineyard. How after difficult this. is it to get? Rather difficult. <sighs> um. Yeah. 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 You can't. You can't buy it anywhere in Florida. I had to. I had to uh, had order it. Brought it. in. And yeah. It's really cool. So Wait, yeah. Sorry. Is 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 the band your band? Is Doyle's Revenge a big Tool fan collectively? No. No. Not okay. at all. I mean, you know, you know, yeah, I know one of the got. members of the band, I don't even know what kind of music he listened to when he was younger. <laughs> I think it was uh, Miami yeah. Cuban horns. Yeah, you know. it, that's, right. so, that's so not true, but very funny just the same. But anyway, all right, let's get to it. I, I, I want to learn about just, this. Just one more thing about the vineyard. Oh, yeah, go ahead, um, go ahead, go ahead. There's actually a pretty interesting uh, a documentary about it called, uh, that came out in 2010 called uh, Blood into Wine. And it chronicles the journey of the vineyard oh, from, no way. from the beginning. So, I mean, interesting tidbit. That's so, pretty cool. Um, he also scattered the ashes, ashes of his mother on the vineyard. Oh, wow. So nice. there's quite a few um, different uh, bottles that are called Judith. It's his mother's name. Um, and uh, oh, That's pretty cool. He lives in Jerome, Arizona. Yeah. Which is just... Hey, this guy is, to me... Um, you the, keep saying this guy. Who, what's his real... His, what's his name? Because I forgot. Well, he goes by Maynard James Keenan. Okay. And he's the lead singer of Tool. Yeah. He was born James Herbert Keenan. Okay. And he was born in 1964 in Ohio. Huh. He, Good Midwest boy. 
Yep. His uh, parents divorced when he was approximately four years old. And for 12 years, he only saw his dad once a year. Wow. That's tough. Yeah. Once a year. His mother remarried. And according to Maynard, it, it, his life became an uh, intolerable and unworldly household with Jeez. the stepdad. You know how we were talking previously about yeah. the stepdad? Yeah. Same thing. No wow. musical influence on that at wow. all uh, for, from him. The father didn't play an instrument or anything like that. They're just intolerable. That's tough. <clears throat> so with that being said, um, his mother had an aneurysm when he was 11 years old. Oh, geez. That completely debilitated her. Yeah, okay. I mean, she was, and she... And how old is he at the time, sir? He was 11 years old. Holy smokes. And that was about the time when he had a huge turning point in his life, and he Mm. decided to go live with his father. Okay, his real father. His real father. Gotcha. And he says, which was the best move of his life. Wow. In high school, he... uh, well, I mean, maybe we should go to a song. Whatever you so, want to do. Yeah, yeah, because since you don't know... I don't. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I here... So that was the first thing. that I, I know three things. I know that the winery. Two, I know that the music is really advanced music. In, in the sense that I mean it's complicated and complex purposefully. I, I couldn't tell you one Tool song, which I'm embarrassed to say to you. But I, I don't think... I think... Maybe you'd play me their biggest hit, and I'd be like, okay, I've heard it, but I could not pull it up for you. I don't know it. You know, I, I don't know any Tool songs. Well, you're going you're gonna to know more <laughs> than three tonight, for sure, and we won't play them all. So, so on the heels of what you just said, right. um, the band was founded on the principle of... How many guys? S- there's four people in four, the band. Okay. So Standards you have up, Maynard, like- Maynard James Keenan. Yep. He's the lead singer. Um, Adam Jones... Is the guitarist? Yep. Okay. Uh, Justin Chancellor is the bass player, and yep. this is why I love the band so much. Okay. You're gonna find All out. Right. All right. And then Danny Carey is the drummer. Okay. So we just did Red Hot Chili Peppers together. We did Flea. Same setup. Same instruments. He's a pick player. Okay. He is okay. a pick player. He's a picker. All right. Which is, you know, I mean, in the world of bass and being a bass player. Um, and I, I'm in a bunch of different bass forums and stuff on social media. Um, pick players are actually looked down upon yeah. in certain aspects. Yeah. You know, you have your traditional bass players, and then you have the guys that play with a pick. Yeah. But your attack is so much faster with a pick. It's just... Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you've got, you got your flea and... And uh, people like him, they can slap and pop super sure. fast, but... That's a whole other level. It's though. a whole different right. thing, and it's a whole different sound Yeah, to oh, me. definitely. There's it that the slapping and popping is is definitely got uh, to me as a bass player. You look for that tone. You search for that tone. Yep. You you're um, you hear that through. You know that's the tone I want. Right. Um, I think guitarists do the same thing. A lot of it from gear, but I think bass players do it more from style. Right. And yeah. you can you can do that attack. You know you can okay yeah. You want to cut through the mix, but you don't want to sound like a guitar. Right. Right. I've, right. I've, yeah. I've been fortunate enough to know lots of people in bands and and they'll mess with their tones constantly uh, and i'm getting way off on a no, tangent no, no, go. But, I, that's, that's what i want to hear but they uh they they start sounding more and more like a guitarist as opposed to a bass player and they lose that yeah and that so you want to find that fine line and you know i just got into doing pedals in the last two or three years 
And um, I only have um, four pedals, including a tuner on my little pedal board. Yeah. But I was, for the longest time, I was a straight plug-in purist, purist yeah. uh, with a passive bass. Because now you, you're adding other dynamics when you go to an active bass. Yep. So, um, but so, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's go back. What's, let me ask you a couple of questions about the band just so I can get, for me, like, where they are. That's, that's what I was going to tell you. Where would I find them in a record store? Uh, they would be on, probably under the alternative so rock. So they're not heavy metal. Wow. Close. Wow. Right. I mean, they're, they're I mean, hard to define. Well, here, here's. Uh, okay. I'm gonna. I, I. I have that question answered for you. All the, right. Go ahead. Uh, pseudo philosophy, a philosophical that idea one. or system which does not meet the ex- expected set of standards. Mm-hmm. Keenan said, "Tool is exactly as it sounds. It's a big dick. <laughs> it's a wrench. We are your tool." Wow. <laughs> okay, that's where the name comes from. Okay, good to know. So we're going to play one of the more... When did they start? Uh, they started in 1990. Okay. So um, grungy-ish Yeah, they they're, they're in their own Yeah, that's thing. what I'm asking, because I don't know. It's not like... I don't know where I would find them. Like, I hear them maybe on some heavy metal nah, rock stations, but they're not... They're their own thing. And this is the third thing I was going to say that I know about them. Are they, and if I'm wrong, please tell me I'm way off. Are they the newer version of what Pink Floyd was doing with performance art meets rock and roll, psychedelic, but new age alternative stuff all mixed together? You know what? I've never thought about that until you said that. And and I I think because they're, they're considered almost a jam band. I mean, their songs are 11 minutes long. Right. Release okay. songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, you played two of those songs on the podcast, and we're done. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> right? a fair, that's fair. All right, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's it's it's not it's it's artsy, hard rock, and then a lot of it are their um, their videos. Oh, it's the claymation videos. Like remember Rudolph yeah. the Red Nosed Reindeer? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, oh, they do. I never, well, I've never seen. But they're a video. they're dark. They're really, really dark. So what's their what's their what's their message? Man, it all depends on the song. And okay. I've got a couple picked out. All right, all right, that, all right. Sorry, that we're gonna go, go into. No, all it's okay. Right. This is awesome. All this right. is exactly all right. the way I want it to go. So I'm only trying to learn the way I know I am trying to categorize them in my head. And let me ask you this and I'm so sorry to do this to you, but let me ask you this really hard question. If I had to put them with a bunch of other albums, and I categorized all my albums together, what other bands would be like them? Wow, that, and that's part of the reason it's the attraction. Really? Because they're, they, they're so different. They're so stand they came out. came up, at least for me. Now, other people could not like them, um, but for me, they're, they're different. Really? They're just not... And, and I've, seen, I've seen just about every band that's come around. I mean, and I, I go to... I, you know, I go to country. I just yeah. went and saw Jamie Johnson. You know, I mean, I I'll go, you go to anywhere. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I enjoy musicians. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy live music. I usually have a standing rule that I, I'll go see a band once. Yeah, and that's it. I won't go see them again. Um, I've seen this band. I'm, this is going to be my fifth time seeing them. They're coming to Tampa. So, oh, really? Yeah, and it's just something about this band. And then plus, there's there's another part of it with my son because I took him when he was a young kid to see tool mm-hmm. and every f- 
three years, we've seen Tool together, oh, wow. including just recently, he's stationed in San Diego. He's, he's in the service. Right. Um, we saw Tool together, and this time he bought the tickets for me. <laughs> That's Even really better. Cool. That's so, great. So That's it neat. has something. It's it has a little bit of personal meaning as well. Right. Yeah, got it. Okay. So we're going to break into a song that you may or may not know. All right, I'll be honest with you if I do. All right. All right, here we go. I don't think I know it. Rick? No, but the drums haven't come in yet, so that's how I, that's, <laughs> that's how, how I, you know a song? That's how, well, for Tool, yeah, that's how I identify That him. makes me so happy. So. Ooh. You hear the bass? Yeah. This is bass right here. Yeah, of course. This is probably why I like Tool so much. I mean, you, you hear the the bass is yeah. he's doing some amazing pick work. Sure. It's not super difficult, but for him to come up with this. All right. Where is this in the lineup of Tool songs? Okay, so how many studio albums did they have? Wow, you're just hitting sorry. Me with everything super quick. But so that's I'm all so right. sorry. Like, are they like? Do they make a lot of records? You know, are they like 30 in or three? You know, they, these bands, these kinds of guys go kind of usually one way or the other. Five albums. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so right. nothing. Five. Yeah. What, but how, there's a lot of reason behind that. And how long in between each one? Like 30 years? It's no, usually it's, this, like, the last one yeah. is Record. 2006. Okay. Wow. Then they just released August 30th of 2019. No way. Yes. But there's reasons for that. There's a lot of reasons. But I, I want to talk about the song that we just played real okay, quick. Okay, please. Go ahead. So the song is called 46 and 2, which is... And, and this yeah, is what where... What does that mean? Yeah, exactly. This gets super deep. And, and I, I'm, not, I'm, a, I don't, I'm not super deep into the, this type of thinking. Right. But it's all off of like Carl Jung. Really? The yes. philosopher? Yes. Holy smokes. Yes. This and is what I meant about nerdy and like right. the math and the philosophy and the whole, yes. right? It's part of their thing. And it's also a guy, and I can't, and if I, I'll slaughter his name, and again, the Tool fans. All right, so the Tool fans, they're I love nerdy, them. They're nerdy like the band. I wouldn't yeah. say nerdy. I'm just saying <laughs> that they're, they're very, um, they know everything. It, to them, it's a transcend, transcending spiritual yeah. thing going yep. to a Tool concert. Yep. It is not. So, so yes, th that was Pink a Floyd. Like Floyd. great the Pink Floyd. comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I mean, Floyd's a 70s version. That's what I was kind of getting This is to. like a, a 90s, Newer, right. okay. you know, 2000. I mean, still, they, they sell out all their shows. All <sighs> of them. That's nuts. So they have super fans, like yeah, like diehard crazy fans. Yeah, okay, I, I, which I is awesome. I consider myself a diehard fan, but the problem is, is that I don't ever like read into what the song. The song means different things to me, and we're gonna play a song at the end that really means a lot to me. Okay, um, for various reasons. Right. But when I started really digging into this stuff, just the just just the leads, just Maynard, his everything he does is is just super unusual for this type of music. Yeah, it's you know, almost poetic and philosophy put to music in a way. Right. Whereas Floyd, Pink Floyd, was like, we don't want you to just hear it. We want you to, like, experience it. And, and also, I mean, 
Like it was almost like you have to come to a show to get the full idea of what we're doing here with the lights and the right. movie and the thing and the like. A- another super interesting thing about him is most frontmen, yeah, most people that sing in a band are up front and sure. center with the lights on them. Right. You go to a, a tool show, and Maynard is in the back always to if you're facing the stage, he's on the left side of the drum kit in the dark. Come on. <laughs> In, Hiding in like, the dark. He just—that's where he's comfortable. He, he wants—he wants the music to stand out and not the person. So he's not running around and no. jumping up and down and getting people hyped up. No. Wow. Sits in the back. <laughs> that is very unusual. See, I already know I'm turning you. Yeah. And no, they're, they're I, coming you know, on April 19th. <laughs> <laughs> and I happen to have tickets that I need to unload. <laughs> no, I'm no, going. No, my, that's no, not my, a problem. No, my, 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 that's, that's exactly what I like. Like, I like a guy that when everybody's doing one thing, they go the other way. And like, he's that's done really that cool. for years. I mean, he, you know, I mean, for the longest time, I can never put my finger on his sexuality on, on how he is. Really? But he's he's eclectic. Making his art. But he is... And some great wine from Arizona, by the way. And, yeah. and he is he is extremely focused. Um, I've, never, just, I've never seen him talk, but I would guess that he's like really intense. He is um, like into jujitsu. Um, he, uh, he does a lot of kickboxing, but like oh. legit... Like he's not one of these guys that you know he pays someone to learn. He he does it. Like gotcha. I, I don't know what belt he is. I want to say he's like maybe a brown belt in jujitsu. Oh wow! Um, he trains. Uh, so we talk- wait, wait, go back to the song twenty twenty. What was it? Forty six and, and two? two. Okay. What does that mean? So forty six and Carl two Young, is based on um, uh, the evolution of which the body has two more than the normal forty six chromosomes so right now the premise is humans would deviate from the current state of human dna which contains 44 autosomes and two sex chromosomes oh my gosh and the next step of evolution would result in the human dna being reorganized into 46 and two that's what chromosomes. the song is about holy moly yes and and that also means um that uh, you're attaining a higher level. And you'll hear people like hardcore fans going, you know, it's a higher level. Even, even Maynard talks about the fans, they're trying to attain this higher level. Um, really? He's, he's a big gun. He loves, he's a gun enthusiast. He was in the Army. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, he, was, he joined. Is it his band or is he the front man? Oh man, it's it's one of those things, man. When those well, four who are these other guys? Like, did they all? How did they meet each other? How did they come together? Why them? This is great. I love this. So, and um, <laughs> Rick, I don't know these balls. things. All right, me either. So we're gonna go back all right, in time. Okay. All right, that's so good. Nineteen eighty nine. Okay. And 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 I know I keep talking about Maynard, but you know he. Well, he's the guy. He's, he's the, the guy. Man, right? Okay. So he um. In 1982, he sees Stripes and joins the Army. The movie. He sees, oh my God. And joins the movie. Army. Okay. He, he's in the Army as a forward uh, artillery observer. Okay. And actually gets an appointment to West Point. Wow. But realizes that West Point is not a fit for him because he's more in art. Okay. So he get, takes a, a discharge out of the Army, and he ends up designing pet shops. God, what? In, like, Boston. Wow. <laughs> Holy smoke. 
By the way, I really like the wine. Yeah, I'm not just good. saying that. No, I'm good. not just saying that. Oh, you can. I brought an extra one for you. You're gonna love this. So, um, okay. Have you ever heard of a band called Green Jelly? No. Yes, you have. No. <laughs> yes, you have. Okay. No. <laughs> yes, you have. No. Yes. No. We can okay. go like we can this go for on a while. forever. Yeah. All right. How I'll be. I'll be the judge of that. Green Jelly. No. I don't think so. So this is Green Jelly. Rick, you gotta help me out here. Seventeen million hits. I'm supposed to know this. It was a heavy airplay. What year? What time frame? I don't know it. I'm honest. No. I like it. Yeah. But I don't rocks. know it either. Yeah. Wow. I think I've heard this. Yes, you have. They used to play it on 98 Rock. Yeah. Wow. No. All right. No. So, but okay, I that got was it. the band Green Jelly. Okay. Did that ever make the charts? Uh, I don't know if it made the charts or not, but it was green. Originally, the band was called Green Jello. And they got in trouble. And they know. got in trouble. Oh, yeah. And they had to. So, <laughs> in this band was Danny Carey. He okay. was the drummer in the band. I was going to say, I like the drum. Me too. Yeah, the it was beat a good was beat. killer. Yeah. yeah. So, he, um, he lived. Above um, where uh, Maynard Keenan and Adam Jones were practicing. Can I just say, I love when stuff like that, it's usually how it works out. It's just this serendipitous, lucky, I can't believe that they happen to go to the same school or they happen right. to be in the same apartment or they happen. I love when stuff like that works out. Well, it's interesting because when Brian was on here, yeah. he talked about a, um, a person for, uh, uh, he talked about Tom Morello. Yeah. Remember yeah. Tom Morello? Yeah. Tom Morello was friends with these guys too. So they're all like intertwined. It's intertwined. In some way. Yeah. It's, it's very incestual. It's so cool. I, I wanted to say that word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very incestual. Yeah. So um, they, uh, they were trying, they kept inviting drummers over. Now, Adam Jones is the guitarist for Tool. Okay. Um, uh, Maynard. James Keenan. He was not born Maynard James Keenan. His real name is James Herbert Keenan. Right. When he was in the military, his nickname was Maynard, and that's how he became Maynard. And he now he's just known as Maynard. Got it. So um, they kept inviting drummers over, and nobody showed up, like over and over. Okay. So um, drummers are unreliable. <laughs> yes. Sometimes tough to, tough to get good ones, right? right. So Danny Never Carey. Let him go. You always got to take care of him. Right. Danny Carey had been in green. Uh, jelly. Green Jelly, yeah, for five years, no and way. cut different albums with them no and everything. Way. And he, um, he finally uh, he felt bad for him and says, "I'm going to go play with them." So that's no how. Way. That's, that's kind of how cool. the band started. Okay. Um, Adam Jones um, had been working like production at at movie theater or at, at movie studios out in L.A. And he had a friend named Paul Demore, Demar. Okay. And he's the original bass player from Tool, gotcha. which is crazy because they actually released some really, really good albums when um, he was there. But to me, being a bass player, I can hear the difference. Really? 
between his albums and when Justin Chancellor um, joined the band in 1995. That's pretty cool. So, well, can we go back to Mayer for just a second? Because he is this frontman who I'm just like now fascinated by. How is he this singer all of a sudden? I mean, he, you have literally mentioned everything else about his past, and none of it is music related. I mean, from pet stores to the military to the, the parental stuff, where is he just all of a sudden? And never mind singing, how is he this incredible deep songwriter? Like, where does that come from? That's a great question because I don't even have an answer to that. Oh. Because everything I've looked up, it, it doesn't really talk about why he started singing. He just, like, he just did it. He just started And was singing. good at it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Like, so many artists are like, well, There's, you know, I started in the choir, or I was forced into music classes, or, you know, whatever. The, it, it, it's some route. But this guy just decides, let's try this out? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just found it. Okay. All right. I, I apologize about right. that. Go ahead. He was actually in a glee club. <laughs> Ooh. That makes it even better. That's fantastic. Okay. Okay. Yep. He's in a glee club. Yep. He ran on the cry. He was he was a wrestler. Okay. And he ran on the cross country team and he sang in the glee club. All right. Wow. Well, so that's a uh, this guy is checking some really out. Yeah, boxes. I was gonna say you don't hear that every day. No. Right. Okay. He uh he actually at, um upon completing his enlistment. He uh, went to, uh, he studied art at the Kendall College of Art and Design in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Wow. And then that's when he went to Massachusetts and um, okay. started working at the pet store. Okay. Okay. So he's channeling this art that he's got inside of him through music, clearly. Yep. Okay. And he's actually sang, he performed with uh, Green Jello. Did he really? And, um, yeah, sang with them. Okay. Are we, okay, so all right, let's go to the music. Let's get to it. I want. I want to. I want to feel the band now that you're telling me all, all this right, information. So we have forty. Uh, we did forty six and two. But you're right. I get it. And now we're gonna go and we're gonna do. You're gonna test him to see if he knows it. Well, I guess I, not. No, oh, now that no. I just told him. I, I don't even think not. if you gave me. No, I don't think if you gave me the song title, I would even know anyway. So this is off Ladderus. Ladderus, I feel like I've is heard of. Is that a? That's one of their. Two thousand and one. So, okay. Tool is horrendously hot was they didn't even get on on any kind of digital music thing at all until last august no streaming no apple nothing, music, no nothing nothing you had to so they're like garth brooks and a few of the others that are just held out right. like forever we want you to listen to the record we don't want you to chop it up and play the songs you like right and then the thing is is when you when you become a fan and you start deep diving you want to listen to the whole record. Really? even And the yeah. more research I did, songs that I didn't like that were just like really out there, I'm um, like, wow, that, yeah. that means a lot more to me. Yeah, it's pretty cool. One of them is kind of funny, and I wasn't even planning on doing it, well, but it's, now it's, I'm going to do it. Oh, good. Because yeah, here we go. You can always add an extra. Yeah. Who's doing the piano? I don't know. You have to listen to the song, though. That's Spanish, isn't it? No, it's Italian. Is it Italian? Yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a song. That's crazy. 
Who is it? What is this? So basically, this is a message left from one of their roommates that they kicked Come out. On. He was an Italian Dude. guy. <laughs> he Dude. called them up. Nice. And they put it in the album. No way. And it's called Message to Harry Manback. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So these guys are out there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So mad. And I, and this was one of those songs that I used to go, all right, next. Yeah, next, right. right. So, in, interestingly enough. I could see it, though, as part of a whole. You know, right. like in there on the right. album, like you need it there for a reason, it's there. I get if that. If you want it to play, we will let it go to the reason. I, not, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm pot committed here. Like I'm invested. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I told you I'm going to convert you to yeah. a tool fan. You're going to be I sitting up here in the dark going, fu- wow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the more I do these, the more I learn about myself. And I'm noticing that the more weird the stuff is, I'm drawn to that for some reason. There we go. The next song. See? It all flows. That's a tool I know. Yeah. Yeah. Hooker with a penis. That's the name of the song. Yes. Of course it is. There's the drums. There you go. And the, the bass. If you didn't have that song beforehand, it wouldn't be the same, would it? No. So, this is off the album. And we'll just let it play, because yeah. these songs are super long. I apologize. That's no, all right. I want to hear him a little bit. I, I want to... He's right on the beat with that. He's following the guitar on that. That's really intricate. That's tough. Those drums are tight, though, huh? Are you ready? Yeah. So that song is about a guy that came backstage and said he was an original person that liked their music and said they sold out no way wow and that's why it's called hooker with a penis (laughs) and if you listen to those first lyrics which i can actually understand and remember them for once right um that's that's what it's all about he says he has a brand new tattoos 501s in between sips of coke you sold out and got it so that that was somebody slamming him and he's slamming him back and if you if i kept playing the song but I'm trying to... Yeah, not, no, I get it, yeah. Um, he, uh, he, he talks about it. He goes, I sold out two albums ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. And that's Maynard. Yeah. Maynard is... You would think that, um, in my opinion, that he would be more of a like a, a druggy snowflake. Absolutely direct opposite. Really? Yes. No, I, now, I think there was probably periods in his life that, that he maybe have, have partaken. Right. But... I don't think so. He, I mean, he is, uh, you know, he, he is, uh, he's really into firearms. He's, yeah. he's really into the martial arts, jujitsu, um, kickboxing. It's like a, uh, like a, like a red blooded American dude. Oh man. With some really and, artsy philosophical right. stuff going inside. Huge, huge, reads a lot. huge yeah. military following. There's a huge military following. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. hard. It's hard music though. 
Not, yeah. I didn't, I didn't mean hard as in like difficult. It's, it rocks. Yeah, it's heavy. It's yeah. rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is, this is, um, so a lot of people when they look at this album cover and they see the name of it, I'm gonna just let you look. Yeah, at let me it. see. Okay, what does that say? It's the top one there. Yes. Go ahead. I don't know what that letter is. What's that first letter? Like an A and an E? Yeah. But Anima? what do most An- most people say enema? Enema? It's yeah. not enema. It's onema. Why is that an O? Um, it's it's comes from uh I just looked it up before I got here because I, I was like, you know, for years I'm like, oh, put the Anima album on because I love it. <laughs> so, um, but, they, it, but see, that's that's what I'm talking about. Again, they, they, he would use that letter because he's it's just out there. Rick, what is your where where's your history with Tool? Till we started playing Sober, yeah, um, which is my favorite Tool song, right? Because of the beat, didn't know anything about them other than riding around. Have you around grown with them. to appreciate some of their stuff a little yeah. bit? Yeah, I mean it's hard. It's hard. Um, yeah, to to appreciate. But I will say the Tool fans, like you know, when we're doing an interlude and I'm just playing a Tool beat, which is also hard to do. Yeah, and especially if he jumps in, you know, if there's a Tool fan anywhere they can be, you know, on the other side of the room, they're running up and they're saying, "Keep going, keep going." No way. Yeah, it's like a. It's a cult. Following. Yeah. It's a cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's they cool. love it. That's cool. So we'll bring us back real quick. Right. Um, so 1992, they released Dope 8. Um, okay. That's uh, Paul Demore was on that um, album still. The older guy. Yep. Yep. First guy. The first guy. We'll do, we'll do a song from there. Okay. So, um, uh, so basically, I'm on a bunch of different tool um, Social medias, okay, with like Boards huge, yeah, huge followings, and so I, in preparation for this, <laughs> as I was waiting for the bottles of wine to arrive, right, for this podcast, that I'm very excited to be here. Thank you again. I'm Jason, so glad you're. Yeah, thank you for coming. Um, I uh, I I put it out to the people in the different forums. I'm like, I've got to do Tool in three songs. Which three songs? A lot of people said that I needed to do Opate. Um, it's a super long song. It's not. Give me a piece of it. We're we're doing it. Okay. Now this is with the original bass player. Okay. What year? Oh wow. Nineteen ninety-two. That bass is killer, though. So good. Their time signatures are just... I don't know if it's because you're here and I hear the drums more, or is it that this guy's really that good? Like, really pronounced. Yeah, uh, crisp. Really right. crisp. Yeah, crisp. those, I mean... And it's not funny either. No. Kicking the double bass, which is my favorite awesome. part of playing drums. So, Tool fans are, are this is going to be way more than three songs. I apologize. No, I, don't, I can't do it either. We talked about this. I'm horrible at it. Because I have bonus songs, extra songs. Oh, my God. I, I don't even know. I where am I? You know, the Forget funny, it. It the, doesn't matter. The funny part about this whole thing is that I had like set songs, and this is why I'm doing them. So, yeah. I gave you the first one. <laughs> 
and now I'm already like three songs somewhere I, I, else. It's really, really hard. So when, when, and here's the other thing that happens. When I hold myself to only three songs, I get mad. And I'm like, how can you not play this one? How can you not play that one? How can you? So don't worry about it. It's okay. Because this is honestly a band I know nothing about. So the it, it would be inappropriate for you not to give me more than three. Okay. Yeah. So so right. we're going. Because yeah. I, I could already feel that you're going to probably you're just going to pop it on. But you, you'll do it. You know, it's it's. Not entirely age appropriate. You'll probably be in your car by yourself yeah. driving somewhere. You'll yeah. just stay. I'll listen to that for a second. Yeah. So, fans of Tool, it, this is another thing. When you go to a show, you will get kicked out of the venue <laughs> if you're caught recording anything. If no you hold way. your phone up, if you take a picture, you will get kicked out. Why? He. Absolutely, he 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 his his response. So at the end of the show, he always says, and this and I'm speaking of Maynard, who's in all black in the back of the stage, um, or or in the shadows. Right. Um, he will say, "Okay, it's really boring, but you guys can record this song, and I'll let you record the last song of the show." No. And way. then he does a really cool like intermission too, because he he knows his fans are old, and that's going to speak to the last song we're going to do. Okay. Um, but it's cool. He has this intermission thing, which goes along with his other two projects that he has. What do you mean two projects? He's in two other bands. He's in. He's one, in three bands. Yeah, he's in one oh. called Perfect Circle and another one called Pussifer, which Perfect Circle tours. What kind of music are the other two bands? Uh, the same type of genre, but a little bit different. Pussifer is really unusual. I've never gotten into him personally. The dude's in three bands. Three bands. But that was because of a contractual uh, problem they had with Tool. Um, oh, wow. They got signed into a contract, and then they had to lay legal, off. Legal bullshit. You got okay, it. Got Just it. like, uh, I think, uh, was it, we were talking about Soundgarden or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. Same deal. Okay. So, uh, uh, so the fact that you can't record... There were no live. There was very few live things to find. They almost, he almost like everything that most people would do. He makes sure to do the opposite. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Twenty nineteen was <laughs> when you can get him on iTunes. <laughs> Twenty nineteen. Think of how long the iPods have been around. Sure, of course. You couldn't get any of his music on it unless you <sighs> did the old fashioned and yeah, put it on your computer. It yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Couldn't get it. I had an iPod. I mean, when you I had an iPod with with Tool albums on it that I carried forever. Those total old school ones, yeah. Because because you like, had it there. I had it there, and the computer was gone, but I still had it on the iPod. It does speak to his or the band's uh, dedication to their art, though, because the money that must have been in streaming that they just said, "No, we're not doing that. We want it done this I way." Is pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat. So. This this for this album, um, these two songs were the only two live songs that you could get. Okay. So everybody's like, and these were actually recorded at the Green Jello. Um, they had like a, a a studio, and okay. they did a live show at the Green Jello Studios, and this was one of them. No. Nice bass slides. Bam. I like this. Yeah. It's called Jerk Off. That's the name of the song. Name of the song. Uh-huh. This is off the first album. He, me, 
He, I would love to isolate his vocals. Oh, me too. I mean, this is like He's a got new, a very unusual voice. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's jerk off. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, I'll let it go. We got better songs. Wow. Okay. All right. I'm feeling them now. This guy's serious, yeah. by the way. Yeah, he's not playing. He's in <laughs> he is not playing. I feel, though, what you said, and I don't know why this strikes a chord, I feel like the military would love this. Yeah. Like, it sounds to me that the way... You know what I'm saying? Like, like I picture this plane in the planes when they're flying or something. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? you've got some Hardcore serious, music. Serious fans. So that was the 1992 album. And then, then you go into Undertow. And this is still with, um, you still have uh, Paul Damore in here. And, I mean, now you're starting to get where they're, because they, they did a couple of Lollapaloozas at this time. Okay. Um, um, now we're in 1993. Now we're still with the original bass player. Okay. Um, and he has a couple of different songs, and I, I had one on here I was going to do, um, and this is when I said it would get really dark, um, and this one is called Prison Sex, which was... Um, okay. I, I know. That's right. I know. We go from jerk off to prison sex. Sex, yeah. But you're going to... I like it already. Yeah, this is me. I like this. Me too. Yeah. Just got such an unusual vocal that it just fits. He's unlike any other singer I've heard. Just, just, he is so. Let this ride. I want to hear this. Okay. This is my favorite thus far. really dark when I tell you what it's about. Yeah, this is my favorite. This, this one I'm going to definitely put on my list. People make fun of me because I usually in these podcasts will say, all right, I'm listening to that on the way to work tomorrow because I'll take songs. And this is You might not listen to it after uh, I tell you what the song's about. Shoot. All right, go ahead. Tell me. All right. This is the cycle of child abuse. Oh, Jesus. This is about yeah. sexual child abuse that goes on, and then at the very end of the song, he is now the person abusing the next person. Good Lord, uh, Exactly. Man. I told you. I didn't mean to ruin yeah. it for you. It actually ruined the song for me. <sighs> me too. Damn it. Yeah, that's... But it, 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 I, guess it, I guess it's a about, I mean, story. God. I guess it's a story about surviving... But the sad part about it is, it, it, to me, my interpretation at the end is that it's gone full circle. Full circle. Damn it. Sorry. Nah, it's cool, though. All right, so he's... What, I mean, what year did that come out? That was 1993. And then, so we'll just click. We're just going to click. Go, is go. it okay? Yeah, of course. All right. Same album. 
same album, and we covered the song. This is what I was saying. If we start doing this and there's Tool fans, yeah. they'll just go crazy. I played, this one I know. I play it exactly yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, my bass is exactly like Actually, that. Muted. It is pretty close. We're, yeah, we're thumping it's, it. It's really not that hard. That that little roll. Did you hear? Do, 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 do. To me, I could tell the difference when the bass player is the new bass player. Really? Yeah. Although they still are, to me, they're a bass-driven band. And really? They, they they when they recorded. Their bass was up. You'll hear bands like, like, even you know Motley Crue. Yeah. I don't think the bass is loud enough, or the tone is off to me. Yeah, it's there, this but sound. it's not pronounced. Let me hear. This is driving the band. His voice is so. He's all over the place. Wow. He's cranking. Let it, let it ride until we get to the screaming. Really hard to cover. Holy smokes, yeah. You know who does cover a great cover of this? And I'm going to go ahead and plug him. Jericho Turnpike. Do they? Yes. He pulls it off. McLean pulls it off. Wow. I have heard this song, obviously, and I've heard you guys play it. It might be the only one I know. You probably might have heard some of the other ones coming up. Oh, sweet. How busy are those drums? Well, I simplify it. Yeah. Um, medium. I mean, it's it, he's playing loud and he's playing aggressive. Yeah. Um, that fill coming in was pretty tough. Yeah. But the rest of it's pretty pretty simple, actually. It's bass drum and hi-hat. Doo-doo. He's really tight though. I mean, he's oh, right in that, right in the yeah. pocket. Uh, they, their rhythm section is really good. Yes. But if you, if you, if we can get that groove or some semblance of it up there, I mean, yeah, it just yeah, it, it, works. it just flows. Yeah. Any other singer doing this? It's, it's a totally different song. No, I like it. Yep. All right. And now we're at Latteris. which I feel like I know the name of that album somehow. Is that a very popular album for them? It is. Actually, as a matter of fact, the song that I'm going to play you was the song that um, won a Grammy for Best Metal Performance for a song. Really? Yes. Huh. I was going to ask you about the accolades, but I was going to say that to the end. Like, are they critically acclaimed? Like, or is this... Eh, you know, I mean, it. it there's there's such a... Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a weird... Um, out there, different. Yeah, it's just a different. Yeah. yeah, that you just can't like put them in. Oh, interesting story that I, I forgot to tell you is that Maynard actually um, was originally um, one of the people that was in the running to be the singer from Rage Against the Machine. No, because he was Whoa. friends with Tom Morello. No way. Yeah, and then they ended up going with Zach De La Rocha. Wow, that's pretty cool. They are all related then somehow. Yeah. Yeah, they're ancestral. all in there. Yeah, ancestral. Well, like there I you told go. you earlier. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now we're going to play a song. So this actually won a Grammy, and it was the only Tool's only entry, only entry into Billboard Hot 100. Wow. Until Fear Inoculum in 2019. Until the newest album. The newest album. Wow. Okay, so, so wait, 
up until the newest, which let's remove for a second, because you just said there was like 13 years between the newest and the previous album. This is the only song that made Billboard. That's I'm surprised. I, I mean, I would not have guessed that. And we'll go ahead and play it. All right. Do I know this song? Let's see. All right. Do you think you do? <sighs> no. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm going to convert you to a tool so fan. So far, you've done a really good job getting my, really piquing my interest just because this guy is so eclectic. Well, plus the wine. The wine does help. You, right. you know what? You did start it off nicely right. by feeding me the wine. That was good. So far, I really like it. I love this bass line. That's sweet. He's picking that? No way. Yeah. Wow. Because you hear the attack. So, we are now... Ten more seconds. I'm so sorry. Hold on. Two different time signatures, you know. Are you counting? Yeah. What is it? I'm, I actually think I'm I have gonna say it. six eight. Under with four four underneath. Yeah. I think. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? So close. What was that? You're so close because actually, I have the notes on the time signature for this. What was it? You're correct. Um, The song begins in two bars of 5-4, followed by one bar of 4-4. Then it goes to (laughs) 7-8 and 6-8. Sure. Sure it does. Of course. I mean. Golly. Right. hard that is by the way for everyone to be on the same time like never i mean four four is hard enough for everyone to come in on the one and just be there at the same time but to mix them up right and that's gonna be murder for drums right so that's why we don't play this song (laughs) (laughs) it's really cool i do like this well is this song about like some Nope. Masturbating pro- like a nun or some like, no okay no. Thank this, God. One, no. this one went popular right yeah you're yeah, gonna so like it's, this it's gotta be this is all this is a song completely about rebuilding relationships okay good Ooh. thank goodness and that's why it says I know the pieces fit because I saw them Ooh, okay all right good so we're all right well, I like it you see all right good thank you for giving me a good one. there's math in it that's what I was telling you before like that's one of the only things I know is that like they're super into like the philosophy and mathematics and like timing and the whole deal like wait, wait, wait. what's the math other than converting like, all those okay. crazy time signatures oh, okay forgive me and if you're gonna talk about this then I will shut up but what I heard was there's like um, the, the way that he writes 
and syllables of the of the choruses or, or, or and the verses are counted in a certain way that then add up to like certain sequ- sequ- uh, sequences like Fibonacci sequences. Yes, I didn't know how to say that, but you're 100% on point. I mean, this guy's writing in the way that, like, the golden um, uh, circle and the gold, it's like spirals, and, like, if you were to chart out what it would actually look like. And he's essentially singing the way art would be graft in a way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, I do. Ridiculously deep deep stuff. Like, oh, yeah. It, it, instead of graphing circles and spirals and, and like nautiluses and those kinds of things and these golden ratios and stuff like that, he's singing in syllables that mirror that. Right. Like super. Yeah, that's hard to do. So, I mean, that's like. Am I getting close? I mean, is that, is that you, kind you of. You are like, 100% on point. I just didn't know how to say that. How the say Fib- Fibonacci sequence. Yes. Fibonacci sequence is a frame. Of, it's, it's basically saying like you take the, the, the numbers in order, so it would be like one. And then you add the previous number to it. So it would be 1 plus 1 is 2. So 2, then plus 1 is 3. 3 plus 2 is 5. 5 plus 3 is 8. And, then eight, and you keep going. And then that Fibonacci sequence. But if you graph it, essentially it then becomes this nautilus, this big circle. And it's, the, it's the way that waves crash. It's the ways our, our solar system is aligned. Yeah. It's all this, this stuff. You are now a Tool fan. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but he's putting this into music, right. into like singable lyrics, which... It's really, really hard to yeah, do. And th- this song, this song is is all according to to Maynard. It's all about relationships, learning how to integrate communication back into a relationship. How we're lovers, artists, and brothers, and how we're going to reconstruct this beautiful temple that we built that's tumbled down. Wow, that's pretty cool. Wow. I like what Justin Chancellor said because this is Justin Chancellor's. Um, I believe it's his first album with the band because okay. 1995. So we went 92, 93, 95. He took over as bass player. He goes, uh, uh, I, now Justin Chancellor's from England. Okay. He was in a band called Peach. Oh. They played with Tool. And then when Paul DeMore left the band, which was actually, he didn't leave for any other reason, but he wanted to go be a guitarist. In no a different way. band no and way. left the band almost. I would consider it. I mean, he was playing big festivals back then, you know, Lollapalooza, and he just leaves the band and goes, oh, Yeah, I'm no, gonna I don't do this my, anymore. Wow, yeah. And he and he goes to a different band, and I, I forgive me, I don't remember what bands they were, right. but that'll tell you where it yeah, went. Where it didn't, yeah, it didn't work out. And um, so Justin Chancellor was in a band called Peach that opened for Tool. Holy and smokes. they asked him over, and, and you tend to gravitate a little bit more towards his style. Oh yeah, love really, that guy, dude. I am so. I'm going to the show, and it's the first time in the fourth show, fifth show, that I'm actually going to be on his side of the stage. For some weird reason, <laughs> I've always been, been on the other side. on the other side of the stage. Yeah. On Adam's side, I've never been on Justin's side. And, and so, I'm, how do they? If there's no front man, how do they set it up? Drums, and then just the other two guys. The other two front? guys with spotlights on them. And then and Maynard Maynard's in the, in the back, back in, in the black. dark. You'll see when you go to the show. I have to look April this up 19th. now. No. Oh, when I go to the show, <laughs> when I go to the show. I love it. Okay, all right, that's awesome. All right, he, that's, so, all right so I do really, I really like that one on that song. Oh. So, were you guys Sorry. listening when you were talking? 
there yeah. towards the end. I mean, they, the drummer dude was just banging it and going crazy there at the end. Oh yeah. You want to go yeah. back? You want to go back to that? Let's do it. Yeah. Go. If, go back. If my drummer wants to hear it. Yeah. You're right. You, you do. His drummer it. wants to hear it. He's going to play. Wants- We got to talk about this artwork, by the way. Oh, wow. This album that, cover man, stuff. Man, we can go an hour on just the artwork. And I mean, the, it's uh, all this, like, there's human some... eyes and the, the, the like, the there muscles and the... All right, hold on, sorry. Wow, listen to those rolls. It's busy. Yeah, it's busy. You asked me earlier about um, how they went on the record charts. This album actually went to number one. Oh, did it really? It did. But wow. I, it might have been on the alternative record Later, chart. Lateralis? Yeah. Lateris. Lateris. Yeah. Okay. Number one. Listen to that. Yeah, it's like Metallica jacked up. Listen to what he's doing with that bass drum. That's what I'm talking about. Woo! Yeah. All right. Crazy. There you go. All right. So now we get to... Uh, yeah, where are you taking me now? No, that was on a different one. How is that album, by the way, for you? These albums? That that particular album. Uh, Ladders? Like, is that way up there for you, or are you just one of those, give me anything um, that they can... My drummer's favorite songs on there, Ticks and, Leech, <laughs> uh, Ticks and Leeches. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. The There's a couple cool songs song I have on my iPod. Let me hear it. Because uh, coming from you... Where you're kind of in the same boat as me, you know, like just very little. This right. is your favorite song. Uh, because of that right there, yeah. Oh, that is wild. When everyone What's else that? Do- drums, dude. No, I know it's the drums. Thank you. What do you mean? Where is it? Is that a tom? What yeah. is that? Yeah. That's a really cool sounding yeah. tom right there. Yeah. What beat is that? Hard. Woo! God, they just fit so good. This is gonna; these are gonna go on my running mix. Like, this is gonna pump me up to do like serious work. You wanna, you want it? You know what mix tools the best for? Snowboarding and powder. I, I snowboarded for the first time last week, by the way. Oh, okay. I'm a skier. Right. Oh well, skiing and powder. All right. Because your your runs are super long, you can do an 11 minute song. <laughs> That's true. You don't have to wait for the fade out and the fade right. in. It's so awesome, man. Like, just good lord, man. Like when I'm snowboarding and I tilt back and I'm going through a big powder field and I'm listening to this through yeah. the headphones, yeah. unbelievable. Listen to how busy that is. Holy moly. That, okay. was, that wow. wasn't on the list. Sorry. That didn't count. That was bonus. Right. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll take that one. That was bonus. Song. That was my song. <laughs> I was giving you a hard time about seven <laughs> yeah. songs. I think we're about 10 into <laughs> Tool right now. It's all right. I'm learning so much. All right. Where are you taking but me? We're, we're going to go to the next album, which all is right. 10,000 Days. So so that song or that album did go to number one on a chart. I don't know which chart. I just made a notation on it. So okay. I apologize. I don't know. But it did go to number one at some point. So now we went to, we're going to 2006. Okay. So in the interim between 2001 and 2006, that was when they started running into um, the problems with the record company, and then that's when he started uh, per- Perfect Circle. Okay. Uh, interesting story on how that started. Perfect Circle started with um, the guitar tech from Tool 
no way. approached Maynard and said, hey, let's do... Um, no way. And Perfect Circle started. So Perfect Circle was touring at different points at the same time Tool was. <laughs> wow. And I actually have some of their songs in here, but without a, that's another time okay. and place. So same genre of music, though. A little like different. It's more... Um, I would describe it as trippy. Like, oh. Yeah, more like... More psychedelic, yeah, more psychedelic than. Um, I mean, he's got a couple, like, there's one song called Three Libras that comes to the top of the head, and there's another one called Judith. Oh, after his, his mom, mother. yeah, because yeah. she did pass away eventually. So, um, uh, 10,000 Days, um, there's a song on there called Vicarious, um, okay, that, uh, and it's all about the thrill the public, the public receives from living through others in the media, huh. And that was the one I picked. That was one of the original picks. All right. Um, So we'll go to that one. Okay. He's always up front, the bass. Always a, a, a signature part of the song. Is it hard to figure out why I like the bass? No, so much? I get it now. I really do. But are you as deep as that? Like, are you looking for this in bands as well? Like, do you like these kinds of like really deep, philosophical, meaningful? I didn't. Like, I didn't. There is you. You are not just listening to a song. You're you're part of something here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I have been real. I, I can memorize patterns. It's weird. Yeah, so no, I, get that. I memorize I get patterns. That. Yep, yep, and yep. I can know, and I key as a bass off, player, that's huge. And I and I key off of like like lyric, like one word in a song. Okay. So I'll know. Okay, we're changing right now. This is the next. That's one. where you pick up your cues. But I I have the hardest time remembering like lyrics. Period. And it wasn't until I was getting ready for this podcast that I actually started looking at lyrics because it's really it's like the feeling of the song to me. And I'll hear certain parts, and after, li- and I, I haven't listened that's, to these. That's similar to a buddy of mine who his name is Mike, and he he and I kind of grew up together through music. He he's only a bass guy, like he knows and identifies songs through the bass pattern. the 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 lyrics and everything else is almost secondary to the song. Yeah. So he used to have a car where he had these like cool big subs in the back, like when we were in high school, the whole deal. And we would turn off everything but the but the subs, but the bass. Mm. And he would be able to identify the song just yeah. by the bass line. A savant, a yeah. bass savant. Like just just by the bass line. It's weird. And that's oh, that's how he would know the song. Whereas a lot of people go, oh, I, I remember the story of the song, or the guitar, or the piano, or whatever it is. Right. The signature part of it. Him was just the bass, and 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 it's and it it may not just be the bass. It can be the music. Like yeah, I, but, I can I can. I can memorize the patterns yeah. and know of a hundred songs, you know, but I can't, I've played some songs for, you know, 10 years and I can't even 
do a, a quarter of the lyrics from the song, and that that it's just weird to me. I I feel similarly in certain songs where I know the song only because of the guitar chord progression that it goes through. Yeah. And if you say, well, what do you know about that song? The lyrics, the drums, the everything mean nothing to me. It's just I do this with my hands for that yeah. song. Yeah. Right? It's amazing. Yeah. And and that's why I look at I look at Brian, our singer, and I'm yeah. like, how that how can he remember all these song lyrics? But when he was sitting in the literally the exact same chair, he goes, I don't know how you know the chords and care about the patterns of everything. I just remember the lyrics. So it just depends on the way your brain works, I think. I know. That's, that's just more, I think it's labor-intensive to remember lyrics. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I think, to me, I'm blown away by, by drums because I can't believe you're using all four of your extremities to do all these different things. Like, that to me is just way too much work. <laughs> and then to play bass, like, I have to be on the beat every single time. As a guitarist, if I'm off, I'm almost like artsy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. If I'm behind, yeah, yeah it's all right. Eh, no that's, big that's deal. Style, come that's back style. In. But if that's you're a good point. if you're that's off, a good point. if you guys are off, everything's it's done. Screwed. Yeah, yeah right. Very Which noticeable. Is totally different. Yeah, it's totally done. different than anybody. Whereas the singer, if they play around and they forget something, it's cool. Whatever. They right. get away with it. And then, as in a band, as you know, because you're in a band, we uh, we follow the singer. If he forgets something, right. We'll we'll come back around, yeah, and then you know catch it on the right, yeah. yeah. If he comes in four measures later, we'll yeah. just nope. come loop back it. around. Yeah, we'll just no loop problem. it. Right. Wow. All right. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. So then there's this huge hiatus. Yeah. So 2006, 10,000 days. Um, had had quite a few, you know, um, really popular songs. Um, so wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. 2003, no, 2006 six. was the last album. They go away till 2019, mainly because of legal problems or just because they took kind of a huge they, hiatus? Yeah, they, they were touring. But yeah, they toured, okay. Yeah, they toured because uh, I saw them in Orlando with my son in 2012. Okay. I saw them in 16 in Orlando again and then in Jacksonville in 19. Okay, and, so they're um, still doing it. Yeah, they were still touring. And or they were touring prior to the to 12, but it was one of those bands where I was like, I'll get them next time. I'll get them next time. What were the shows like? Uh, to me, I, I really enjoy them. I mean, and now it's kind of like when I go to a show, I think of my kids and, or, you know, cause they, they've been to the shows with me. Um, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's not your norm. You know, what's like the show they put on? Like there, well, there's a lot of the visual yeah. because a lot of their, um, their videos are the uh, so like they they complement the music so, with so Adam Jones is is big into claymation like, okay um, so a lot of those um, early videos are are actually claymation like the stuff from uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed yeah. Reindeer yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. Yeah. and they're really um, unusual videos um, and uh, just crazy um, visuals and like you you commented on the album covers and stuff. Um, that same artist does a bunch of different stuff uh, uh, involved with with the band. So the whole show is is more of an experience. I mean, Rick, have you seen the album covers? No, they're like no, they're like. Have you ever seen? You're gonna be so mad at me for saying it this way, but this is the way I describe it. It's like. Have you ever seen uh, in a health book when you're in high school? <laughs> What's where that? Like, no, we're like. 
the the body with all the veins. You can just see the veins running through the body and stuff. Like it's like this. Right. It's this new age with with eyes all over the body and like chakra pe- ch- channels and. Am I am I way off on this? No, right? because a, a lot of it always it goes back. A lot, a lot of the hardcore fans, you'll see them with the eye tattoos. Yeah, because they say you open your third eye. So it's a it's a lot of enlightenment stuff. You've opened your third eye. Got so it. you're All trying right. to attain that forty six and two level, which is spiritual. I'm glad you started with that. Now I see. Okay, okay, you're putting this we, together well. All right, so I, okay, okay. That's okay. why we started okay. with that. So okay. now okay. we get okay. we get to the last album, which was just released in 2019, which was also um, went straight up the charts. I, I don't know how high it went, but it was crazy. Okay. And, um, they there was all these rumors on the internet and social media. Oh yeah, they're releasing albums. There was little tidbits coming out on their Instagram, and everybody's like, "Oh well, they're waiting." Everybody was waiting for Maynard to actually to say, say we're it, doing yeah. it, and it finally happened. And I, I was so I was really excited to be at um, Jacksonville, um, the Rockville in Jacksonville on May fifth because that was the first time they played anything from the album live ever. Oh no way! And I and That's it was cool. at Rockville, so it was really hard for them to run security. So I recorded two songs <laughs> and put it on the forums, and people lost their mind. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I want to see this in person. Why are you doing this? No way! Oh man, it was it was so That's awesome. Great. They were losing they their ruined mind. people's lives. Yeah, they were like, I wanted to see this live myself. <laughs> and I'm just picturing this guy sitting in the basement. Coming out, I wanted you. to see this. Yeah, person. you ruined so, it. Yeah, you, <laughs> you completely that. ruined my whole thing. I love it. I love it. But it's funny, you know. How's the album? Oh, dude, we're about to go into it. All right, bring it on. Yeah, let's so go. It's called Fear Inoculum, and there's, there's, there's. How, by the way, how old are these guys now? Are they uh, roughly our so, age? Older, younger? No, older. Oh, yeah, they're they're older than me. Um, so he enlisted in the army in 1982. Oh, okay. So he was uh, 18. So he's probably mid-50s then. Yeah, okay, mid-50s. And that's why this last song, this is the last song. I mean, we could play a couple others, but this song speaks to me okay. personally because I'm in the twilight of my career. Okay. And, uh, and it, this song totally speaks to me. And Maynard wrote it because it speaks to him. Oh, awesome. But this is... What's the name of the song? Invincible. So 2019, off the new album, Invincible. All right, I like it. And these songs are 11 minutes long. (laughs) As they should be for these guys. Right. Everything is so busy and difficult. I mean, nothing is just lay up easy stuff. Oh, I... I haven't heard, like, a just easy chord progression yet. No. Nothing's easy. No. It just works, too. Yeah, it's really cool. Sometimes bands are busy and it doesn't work. No, agreed. It's busy for the purposes of being busy, not because it's good. Yeah. I don't even know how long this intro is. I don't care. It's really good. Is there not a little bit of Metallica here in some of their stuff? And I've seen Metallica live, and I was a big Metallica fan 
back in the day. Um, I mean, there's a lot of this. I like, think so. You gotta listen to the lyrics. Again. Yeah, exactly. I really like this, by the way. You'll like this album. I really like this. I think for me, some of this music, when it's really, really hard... Oh, there's that underlying uh, brilliance in its musicality I really like, which this has. So what's the time signature on this one there, Randy? I don't know. It's so brand new that it was really hard to find stuff on it. Yeah. I was trying to find it, and I couldn't. Just Oh, and, and so Justin Chancellor has a clean channel and a dirty channel. His pedal board is amazing. Uses a wall bass Does from, he? from uh, uh, England. You can't get those things. They're like $6,000. Sick. They have like a one-year lead time or something no crazy. Yeah. Other and, than the child abuse song, this is my favorite. Oh, yeah. You'll <laughs> like this album. Yeah. It's really good. There's a couple other songs better. Really? I mean, well, I wouldn't. They're about the same. But this is one of this was one of the first ones they played live. And this one, this one to me, just means a lot to me, just in the lyrics. You know, it's about like an old. I'm embarrassed to say I haven't heard the lyrics yet. I haven't like actually processed what he's saying because I'm so caught up in the all the instrumentation that's going on. It's really, really good. Their bridges are so good. They do a lot and fill a lot of space for three instruments. Three. Yes, yep. correct. Think about yeah, there's that. no keyboard. Like, think about it. that's a lot of. There's a lot going on here for three pieces. Absolutely. Beating tired bones, tripping through, remember when. Once invincible, now the armor's wearing thin. Heavy shield down. Come on, the military ties here are big. Big. I read about, I was reading about you know, people put their own spin on what the lyrics mean and people are talking about this is his this is him with the music industry, how he used to be, but it's also applicable sure. to people I know. Got it. So and that that's kinda where it uh That's how it hits you. Yeah. Got it. But how long is this song? Like ten minutes. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, it's uh, 12 it's, minutes long. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. So that, I mean, there's a couple other songs, but, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's unless you have any questions. I do. Now. Let me ask you this. So this is what I usually do at the end of these podcasts. Okay. We should have background music going on. Oh, go ahead. Give me something, then I'll put a little something in the background. You got to tell me what it is, though. All right. So we're going to do another one off of this <laughs> album. Okay. But just, you know, low in the background. Go ahead. Do you, it's, it's got to be me. You don't hear Metallica in there? God. No. Ah, yeah. Fine. I'm not. Are with you with you, me, Jason. Rick? Yeah, Come I'm with on, you, Jason. man. I don't hear. Ride. In a good way. I don't hear ride the light. I don't hear ride the lightning in there. <laughs> that's not. That's not what I meant. Maybe it's, that's not their only song. It's really good. That hits me really. Okay. Anyway, here's the two questions I was going to ask you. Number one, you said you went on the forums and asked a couple of other uh, major Tool fanatics. Uh, I'm going to try to do this in three songs. What was one of the songs that was common throughout all of the responses that you said, well, you know what? If you're going to do, if you're going to do this for someone that doesn't know anything about Tool, you really should do this. It's okay. This one? No. No. All right. Ready. I'm ready. Go you ahead. ready? Yeah. What's the name of the song? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> How am I going to know? Well, I'll I know it. All right, fine. You should. Right. It was actually played on the radio a lot, and actually, uh, they had to rename this song. They had to rename it to song number one. Song number one. Because MTV wouldn't play it. Oh, because of the name that they originally the chose. Yeah. All right, let it play. Hold on. don't know it you know what he's doing with his voice there is it in a is it in a megaphone yeah is it yeah stink fist stink fist stink love it i love it (laughs) so he had to rename it to song number one to play it on mtv this is the one that Matt Pinfield actually got really mad about, and he was he was on there VJing yeah, way yeah. back in the day, and he goes, song number one, really stink fist or something like that, and it was real controversial. Oh, that's great. All right, question number two. Go. That's essentially a crowd favorite. Yeah, okay, it's what he closed the show with right now. Oh, really? Yeah, this is the one that you can actually record. This is the one they let yeah, you go. Okay, that's guys, awesome. It's really boring, but you guys yeah, go can ahead. You can have this, this one. one. Okay, the one that means to you that was like the song that was like, okay, I, I get it. This is what Tool means to me. Like this is why I like this band. This was the song that did it for me. Wow, there, there's, there's just all right. I got one. Okay, I got one for you. Okay. Like we're in the car together, and you're, I'm like, look, what is the what is your deal with the tool thing? And you go, dude, listen to this. Yeah, I got it. Perfect question. Okay, all right. Great song. What is it? I'm not gonna tell you. Oh, come on. All right. Why do you want me to spoil you? No, it's fine. like opening up a Christmas present. Fine. Okay. Can you tell me why you chose this one? What it does for you, why this song? 
because it speaks about human nature. Okay. This is this is a kind of a deep song, but it's not dark. Got it. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Yeah. It's called Right in Two. Okay. This is the spiritual aspect. Gives humans free will. Yeah. Trying to pay attention so much more to the lyrics. What album is this off of? 10,000 Days. Okay. 2006. Six, yeah. You'll have it. all these it. albums. You will I have all it. of them. How many tracks usually on the album? 12? Yeah, but you're in for a good... I mean, these tracks are like 10 minutes oh, yeah, long. So that's right. You said that. Yeah, you're in it, yeah. It's funny because you know who's a big Tool fan also? Brotherton. Really? Huge. Huh. Huge. He could play the pot. He could play a bunch of these songs. He has all the pedals set up. Really? Yeah, I'm envious. <laughs> really good. I really like this one. This might be second now. Damn it. Does it get does it get crazy or does it stay here? No, it goes. Ah, oh, damn it, I knew it. Sorry, I'm trying to sing to it, but I can't. amazing job by the way seriously you think so i really really do you you i mean you have to understand i have a almost like entirely blank slate on this band love it it would be as if i brought you like some 15th century monk chanting like listen i want you to learn about this like you know i'm like i knew nothing did it did i convert you i mean somewhat i have such an appreciation yes some of the stuff if i'm honest is really hard yeah, I but understand. Which I don't go quite that hard. No, no. But this is really good. You can pick and choose. Yeah, this right here is where I... You can sculpt your workout stuff. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine. I know you're a big runner. Yeah. Imagine doing a 10-miler, listening to, you know... I totally mean, fits. You could, yeah. You can... You could really find your groove with this. This, like this song, man, you know, I keep going back to snowboarding yeah. or surfing. Yeah. You can lock one of these songs in your head when you're surfing. It's harder surfing, but snowboarding, you're listening to it. Right. And uh, I, I just love no, them. You did man. an amazing job. I learned about that, each one of them, the, the, the depth that they have. I mean, honestly, awesome, awesome job. Seriously. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for doing it. Oh, I'd love to come back if you could. I would love to have you. I am yeah. that kind of savant with music on things. So. I love it. Rick? Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Thank you. And thank you both. And uh, we'll just let this ride out, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>